In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Welcome to Live from America, folks. You're locked and loaded right here on this beautiful blessing of a day, or an evening, I should say. June 15th, year of our Lord, 2022. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it's a blessing to be here with you every single night. Folks, you know that we are under a civil war in this country. But it's not a civil war like the one we had in our past. It is an information civil war. It is a holy civil war. And right now, our children and our youth is under attack more than any time in our history. We've gotten away from God. We've taken God out of the schools. We've taken God out of the public square. We've taken God even out of um, clubs, after school clubs, and, and things that are, that are separate, even outside of school. Societies and communities are trying to rid the world of God. But there's a common denominator when you live a godless life. No matter if it is a family that is a godless family, or whether you're by yourself living in an apartment and you're godless, When you do not have God in your life, everything is terrible. Stress, anxiety, fear, confusion, depression, loneliness. Um, The list goes on and on and on. And society's cure for that is here, take this pill. Here, be with this group of people. Maybe, Maybe it's just that you've never been a heterosexual and you're just now figuring it out. Maybe maybe having a gay or a lesbian lover would change all of that for you. It seems to be that the fix and the cure for everything is for you to change your sexual identity or your gender. Not go to God. Because that would be crazy, right? Well, at least that's what a lot of people think in this country and around the world. So I'm going to play a short clip for you. Right now from my friend Marjorie Taylor Greene, which I just thought was absolutely hilarious when she put out this short clip, but there's some truth to this. They want everybody to be gay. And if you want to be gay, more power to you. You want to be straight? 
More power to you. It's none of my business what you do with your private life or your life in the bedroom. None of my business whatsoever. What makes it my business is when you're trying to push it on society and shame them for not partaking in your sexual immorality. So this video that I'm going to play you from Marjorie Taylor Greene shows you how everybody just wants you to be gay. But how would we live as a society if everybody was gay? Nobody would be able to have babies. But see, the left doesn't understand that because they can't even describe to you what a woman is. And they think that men can be pregnant and men can give birth. It doesn't work that way. Let's go ahead and play this clip from Marjorie Taylor Greene. This is a hilarious clip. I love it. But it's, it, it's sad but true. We'll put it that way. Sad but what true. What is this going to do to our population over time? Well, um, <laughs> you've speak, uh, spoken before about the idea that perhaps we're getting to this situation where everybody's uh, going to end up being uh, uh, gay before very long. And, and that was uh, echoed, I think, by Bill Maher. Um, we got that clip from Bill Maher, actually. You both said the same thing around the same time. So let, okay. let's play that to begin with. All right. According to a recent Gallup poll, less than 1% of Americans born before 1946, that's Joe Biden's generation, identify that way. 2.6% of boomers do, 4.2% of Gen X, 10.5% of millennials, and 20.8% of Gen Z. Which means if we follow this trajectory, we will all be gay in 2054. (laughs) This looks like an inflation chart. Does it, is it not? It just keeps going and going. It's like America's inflation. Totally out of control. And apparently so is um, so is pride. It's totally out of control. So, okay, that was funny. Well, there is some good He's news. making jokes. But did you notice something really interesting? The same generation of people, the people that I actually work with, the ones that are like 81 years old and still serving here in government, like our president and our Speaker of the House and leaders over in the Senate... That generation, like, what was it, 0.8% of them identified as gay? Yeah, then very it small. Going, I think it's and it kept going, yeah. and it was Generation Z, I think, that was over 20%. Right, and then once you extrapolate out, by 2056 or 54 or something, everybody's gay, which is about the same. <laughs> That's a joke, of course. <laughs> well, but maybe. Who uh, knows? <laughs> I mean, according to this agenda, maybe that's the goal. Ladies and gentlemen, and we have Bill a date Gates for the apocalypse. We'll actually have his way, and we will not, we will depopulate. <laughs> it's about so the same is that time. Where we're s- going? Well, it's about the same time. They say that oh um, uh, whites are going to be in a minority, so all these things have a similar kind of date about 2050, 2056. Do I need something across the screen here that gives like a sarcasm alert? Uh, we may we may Probably. need that in future episodes. Yeah, we're going to have to add that. We're going to have to add sarcasm alert so that <sighs> Perhaps. The, the media doesn't lose their mind and have crazy headlines. MTG Live, and that was on her Getter account. Make sure you follow Marjorie Taylor Greene on Getter, and while you're at it, follow Jeremy Harrell as well. Ladies and gentlemen, by 2050, there will be no white people and everybody will be gay. Everybody will be a non-white gay or lesbian or whatever other word there is to use for that kind of sexual desire. There will be no white people and everybody will be gay by 2050. How are we ever to survive as a culture, as a society, heck, how are we ever supposed to survive as a species if that is the trend that we're going down? Look, I know it's we're making jokes of it, but that is what they want. Let's not mince words here. That is what the left wants. They want everybody to partake in their lifestyle. Now, they will say, well, of course we don't want you to just completely stop having babies. We want you to do that too. But we want you to have no, monogam- no monogamy. We don't want you guys to, uh, to, to, to honor your marriages. We don't want you to honor your commitment under God. We want you to have open relationships. We want you to have open relationships where you go and you partake with sexual partners. Who you do know, who you don't know, everybody. Guy, girl, cis, trans, fluid, whatever it is. That's what they want. That is the utopia for the left. No Western way of life, no culture, no marriage, not between a man and a woman anyway. And if you do have a man and a woman marriage, they want you to have open relationships so that you can be gay with other people. It's a sick world we're living in. And and folks, it reminds me quite a bit of Sodom and Gomorrah. And we all know what happened with Sodom and and Gomorrah. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, speaking of Getter, yes, follow me on Getter. Follow me on Rumble. 
Folks, Rumble is where it's at. That's where you're going to find my morning show as well as shorts and clips and uh, soon-to-be documentaries. So make sure you follow, uh, follow me on Rumble and Getter. And, of course, we're on Truth and Telegram as well. I really don't mess with the mainstream platforms any longer because they don't want us. They don't want us. Big shout out to everybody watching on Real America's Voice News. Thank you for joining with the Live from America family tonight as we go to the Lord on this June 15th, 2022. And by the way, I got some flack from some people saying you shouldn't be reading from Jesus Calling. You should only be reading from the Bible. I've been hearing that quite a bit lately because they say you should only read the words of the Bible. Well, the version of Jesus Calling that I have has the evening devotional, but it also reads one, two, and sometimes three verses straight from the KGV, King James Version, KJV. And uh, so I do read the actual word, even though I'm reading the devotional of Jesus Calling. Here we go. Knowing me is so much more than an activity of the mind. Instead of running after other gods, when you feel needy, concentrate on coming nearer to me. No matter what is happening, trust me and drawing closer to me are excellent strategies for living well. From Ephesians 3, 16 through 19 from the King James Version, I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how high, how wide, and how long and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all of the fullness of God. And from Hebrews 13, 5, it says, Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. And before you turn out the light tonight, folks, are you feeling lonely? Continue to live and communicate as if I am with you. Because newsflash, folks, he is. Even if you don't see it, feel it, or hear it, he is there with you. Let's go to the Lord now in prayer. Please remove your hats if you are wearing one. I never have a good-looking set, uh, a good-looking hair hairdo when you guys come on. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's go to the Lord. Let's focus on the cross. Let's think of those who need prayers. Let's think of those who need help. And let's keep them in our hearts as we say the Lord's prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Again, ladies and gentlemen, how are we all going to be gay? It doesn't make sense. Our world would cease to exist, but I think that maybe, just maybe, what the devil's trying to do. How about you? The devil works in mysterious ways, but you know what? So does God. And we know we can beat the devil, but we also know you cannot beat God. So that's the side I'm choosing. We'll be right back right after this. What side are you choosing, uh, LFA family members? What side are you choosing? Hey, now that we're on a commercial break, I kind of want to give you guys an idea of what is going down with LFA TV, okay? Today, right before the show, um, I had a great talk with a few people who are going to be part of this network that you'll be able to watch all day, every day. And ladies and gentlemen, I am honored to let you know that Antonio Sabato Jr. will be part of LFA TV. He will bring you a daily show, a daily podcast, based in politics, based in faith, based in his experiences, talking about what's going on from his point of view as an actor, as an entertainer, as somebody who was canceled by Hollywood, as somebody who ran for office trying to make a difference. I am so very happy and honored to let you know that Antonio Sabato Jr., a guy that most of you had a crush on in the 90s, especially if you watched soap operas, He will be joining LFA TV. And you know what's great about this, folks, is the fact that he 
makes currently faith-based movies that you can watch on Pure Flix and every other place. And that's the kind of people that I want on this network. People who are driven by God. People who have a voice. People who are passionate. And people who are very intelligent about the way the world works and the way, specifically, the way our, uh, our politics works and our economics works in this country. So, I'm, I'm very, very happy that he'll be joining LFA TV. And uh, there's many more behind the scenes as well that we're talking to that I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let you guys know as soon as they say, hey, we're in. I'll let you know. But LFA TV is going to be the wave of the future. Now, Matt Darks says, will LFA TV be part of Xfinity Cable? Not in my lifetime and over my dead body. Will I be? (laughs) No, I will not be part of Xfinity Cable. You'll be able to get it. uh, Rumble, obviously. You can just stay right on Rumble all day long. It'll be uh, hopefully on Rise TV. You'll be able to see it on Getter. Uh, Of course, Fire Stick, Roku, pretty much all the places now. But it's going to be all day programming. All day programming. Was he on Melrose Place for a little bit? I think he actually was. I think he actually was there for a little bit. Um, is Antonio the one with Leanne Rhymes? No. Nope. So anyway, folks, I just wanted to give you that, uh, that, that update. Is, and, and I'll bring you more updates as we go. But there are a lot of great people who are going to be a part of this. And uh, you'll, never be able, you'll never have to go anywhere else for your news or anything else. So... Folks, it's, and it's not, about, it's not about LFA moving up. It's about LFA coming together and bringing God-like, God-minded people together, passionate about Jesus, passionate about this country. Outside of that, I don't care how big somebody's following is. I just want people who are willing to step up, put their name on the dotted line, and let's go to town. So I'm very excited to bring you that, uh, to bring you that um, bit of news, okay? All right, let's come back from this commercial break, and here we go. Welcome back to Live from America. I'm Jeremy Harrell from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. You're watching right here on Real America's Voice News, and it's an honor to be here with you and all over digital TV and social media. Just to give you guys a quick update, most of you know that I am running for office here in New Hampshire as a state representative. We have uh, many meetings coming up. Uh, Republican uh, committee meetings and a meeting with the New Hampshire um, leadership in, in Concord. Uh, to kind of give a training about how things would go, uh, not only during the campaign, but uh, when we pull out a win in this very liberal area that I'm in and, uh, and further. So I'm very, very excited about that, and I'll keep you updated on that. Let's get right to the first slurp of the day. Please lift your cups up as we get ready to go to town. Please share the video if you're watching on social media. If you've shared it five times, it's still not enough. Let's break all the algorithms on those left-wing outlets and shut them down. Here we go. Since the government and the communist Democrat policies got us into this mess financially in this country, it only seems logical that we would use another arm of the federal government to throw more fuel on the fire. And that is exactly what happened today as the feds raised the interest rates once again to try to tackle and get a handle on this out-of-control inflation and this, uh, this destruction of our economy that they caused to begin with. Now, before anybody watching this says, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's, the, Fed isn't, the Fed's not biased. Yes, they are. Every, every agency in this federal government is now biased. There is not an agency that works within the parameters of our federal government that does not lean one way or the other. And if they leave the other, lead the other, which is our way, then they all get fired or put on leave or whatever, or they wind up Hillaryed. Or something. But anyway, long story short, now they're raising the Fed, or they're raising the interest rates three quarters of a point. And that's not going to do anything. You want to know why that's not going to do what they hope it does? Because nobody is in a position to pay more money for anything, period, including going to get loans and paying more interest back. This is something that could, you should have done a long time ago. This is actually what you should do when inflation starts to get out of control. And it's really just because of, you know, world economic. It's, it, it's, it's basically a fa- the fault of many things coming together. It's not the fault of your, your own federal government. Okay? Because this is the fault of our own federal government. And we were pushed here, pushed here, pushed here on purpose, even though everybody that had a brain was screaming from the highest mountain, stop, 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 stop. 
giving billions of dollars to other countries. America first. Stop passing trillion-dollar COVID relief bills because people get the flu. Just stop. And they wouldn't stop. And they went too far. And now raising the interest rates isn't going to do a darn thing. Excuse me. But it's not going to do anything. Inflation is too high. The debt is too high. Our GDP is terrible. The growth in this country is terrible. Nobody wants to work. There's help wanted signs everywhere. Gas is $58 a gallon. I'll probably get fact checked on that because they won't understand sarcasm. But ladies and gentlemen, raising the rates is not going to do anything. As a matter of fact, lowering the rates would probably do better than raising them because more people would actually be incentivized to go out there and get a loan, even though I don't know how they're going to pay it back. But that happened today in an attempt to try to, I don't know, stop the bleeding. The move is part of the bank's strategy to aggressively combat record high inflation rates that show no sign of slowing down. That's the other thing right there. There's no sign. There's no light at the end of the tunnel as long as we continue down the road of Democrat loser policies. The Labor Department's Consumer Price Index, a major indicator of inflation, last month showed an annualized increase that was roughly at a 40-year high, raising, uh, but by the way, I think it was even worse than, the, than, the, than they all told us, raising fears that the country is headed towards a recession. Uh, you think? It's amazing to me. How many people in high places with educations don't know anything? Food prices have hit a 40-year high. Gas prices are higher than they've ever been nationwide. And the Fed raises the rates in an effort to slow the economy in an attempt to stave off a recession. See, I don't think the ways of old are going to work anymore. I don't think that you're, you trying to slow down the economy to try to, for one thing to catch up to another thing is actually going to work. I really don't. If anything, we need, to, we need more people in the economy to be doing stuff. We need more people to be spending money in retail. We need more people to be spending money on groceries, even though, <laughs> I, I, like I said this morning, my wife paid $12 yesterday. For two gallons of milk and a tomato. Two gallons of milk and a tomato. $12. How is anybody supposed to live off that? The average family right now is paying in between $160 and $200 more a month for gas. And some people that are watching this show right now are saying, "Uh, only $160 more a month, I'm paying $400 more a month. Between gas, if you have a family of four, a family of five, between gas between um, uh, your food prices and, and, and your, your bill at the grocery store and, and, and anything else that, that comes in your daily way of having to sh- uh, shell more money out of your home, you're probably spending about $1,000 more a month to live than you were two or three years ago. So raising the rates in order to slow the economy, I don't think that's going to work. Not with inflation so high, not with gas so high, and not with our debt so high. I think it's going to do the exact opposite. They don't, it, 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 it blows my mind how just basic budgeting just seems to not be a thing of the federal government. You know what I mean? I, like I said, I get it. I'm not an economist. There are people out there that are far more qualified than I am to be talking about the economy. But I mean, come on, folks. If you can balance a budget at home, you should be able to scale it up and balance the federal, uh, the federal government's budget. And not, be, and, and not have this kind of thing, and not ever get to a situation where we're here. But we're here. And we're not here because, no, because people didn't know what they were doing. We're got, we got here because they did this on purpose. They did it on purpose. And now they're going to punish people even more. Folks, these are not the people to be in control of the economy. And if you're a voter and you're watching this right now, which I would assume that 99% of you are, and if you're a youngster out there that's voting for the first time, don't just do what I tell you to do when it comes to voting. Don't just do what CNN tells you to do. Do a little bit of your own research and ask yourself, do you feel the world is in a better place today than it was four years ago? If no, you cannot vote for a Democrat no matter how much you don't like a Republican. You just can't. You just can't. Or else you're going to see the country continue to slide further and further and further. Uh, down downhill, and we're pretty soon, we're pretty soon we'll be uh, we'll be Venezuela. Of course, that's what they want. Anyway, don't vote blue, vote red. 
That is the moral of the story, especially here in 2022. Let's go to Kentucky real quick. As the Kentucky Attorney General, Daniel Cameron, has now sued the governor of Kentucky, Andy Bashir, and his administration to enforce parts of the new pro-life laws in the state of Kentucky. Remember, the legislation there had to kind of override their governor, and they had, to, they had to enact these new abortion laws, and uh, now the governor doesn't want to uh, enforce them. So the Kentucky Attorney General, like I said, Jan, uh, General, uh, Attorney General Daniel Cameron, filed a lawsuit against Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir's administration yesterday over a new law that would restrict access to abortions. The lawsuit is over which parts of the legislation must be enforced before a separate lawsuit related to the law is settled. The law, House Bill 3, bans most abortions in the state after 15 weeks of pregnancy. Good. I would much rather have no abortions whatsoever, but we'll take them when we can get them. A limit that is mainstream in Europe. States such as Arizona, Florida, and others have enacted similar laws. A fifth, and some states have gone a lot further, which I applaud, by the way. A 15-week abortion ban in Mississippi is currently under review by the Supreme Court, and the decision is expected soon, which will also gut Roe v. Wade. Louisville-based paper, The Courier-Journal, which is part of uh, USA Today, reported that two abortion providers filed a lawsuit in April, shortly after the law took effect, to stop its enforcement. The new law would ban abortions after 15 weeks and medication by mail used to terminate early pregnancies. It would also add new restrictions on abortion for minors uh, and require the cabinet to create an extensive regulatory system to certify and oversee anyone who manufactures, ships, or dispenses the two-drug regimen to end a pregnancy. After issuing a temporary injunction on most of HB3, U.S. District Judge Rebecca Grady Jennings issued another preliminary injunction on May 19th blocking the 15-week ban and enforcement on other major parts of the law pending the anticipated ruling of the U.S. Supreme Court that may reverse the Roe v. Wade system and trigger an immediate abortion ban in Kentucky because they have trigger laws there as well. Grady's ruling did not force the cabinet to issue forms or regulations related to the law's requirements, but it also did not stop the cabinet from going ahead and doing so if they choose, while also staying in, um, while also uh, staying any related litigation on the matter until the Supreme Court rules, which, ladies and gentlemen, could be any minute. Cameron's lawsuit states that Brashear's administration is required under HB3 to create and distribute various reporting forms and promulgate ad- uh, administrative regulations overseeing the distribution and dispensing of abortion and uh, inducing medication and the interment of fetal remains. A letter from Cameron's office to the Kentucky's cabinet, um, cabinet's general reportedly inferred that they would pursue legal action if they did not implement these provisions by June 3rd. And it's past June 3rd, so that is why Attorney General Cameron um, got into action. And good for him. Good for him. It's about time that people start living by the rule of law in this country, whether they like it or not. This isn't the, uh, the United States of, of you. This is the United States of America. And sooner or later, these Democrats are going to start doing the will of the pe- people one way or another. One way or another. Or else they'll be removed in a way they don't want to. Look, we'll be right back with more Life from America right after this. Please stay tuned. Good for, uh, good for that attorney general, by the way. You know what I mean? Do not back down when it comes to this. Like, in, in, in any fight, by the way. In any fight, do not back down when it comes to saving our babies. All of these people out there, all these attorneys general, all of these lawyers, all, continue the fight. Because if we, do not, if we do not overturn Roe v. Wade, kick it back down to the states, if we do not make a valiant effort to stop killing God's most coveted blessing, well, then, ladies and gentlemen, this country is over. This, this country is over if we can't stop killing babies, period. That's, that's a bold statement, but it's true. Everything that we're working for, for voting, everything that we're working for to hold people accountable, to get people in prison or did things wrong, uh, people that committed treason, none of that is going to ever happen, and none of it will ever matter, by the way, unless we can stop the senseless murdering of our babies. It is that important. Why do you think 
that I've told you for months after month after month after month that my primary concern and my primary fight is to see o- a Roe v. Wade overturn. You, if you don't do that, I don't know what to tell you. Jeremy, any word on Kenosha Sheriff, dude? What happened with the Kenosha Sheriff, dude? I'm, I guess I don't know what you're talking about, but let me know in the comments. Hopefully I can catch it. Um, had to mute the TV. By dumb was yelling about something. <laughs> By dumb. Uh, Jeremy Terry, she needs help. Um, you uh, make sure you you email if you need help. Email. Um, we've been pretty. We've been keeping up on the emails quite a bit lately. So if you need help, email. It's the quickest way. Uh, now, <laughs> whoever thought that I'd say that, right? The quickest way. I'm not sure what Terry needs. The the, the chat goes too quick, but uh, we'll do what we can. Okay. All right, I got to go back to this. I love you guys, and uh, thank you for sharing and being here tonight. Let's get back into it. And you're live right here on Real America's Voice News. This is live from America. LFA TV is in the building, and I'm glad that you guys could join in with me tonight. Look, ladies and gentlemen, the purple-haired street freak baby killers, they're out there in full force now in wi- and, and, and just waiting, waiting. For Roe v. Wade to be ruled on, and if it's ruled against what the purple-haired street freaks want, I think we're going to see another summer of love coming from the left-wing communists. And the funny thing about it is, is when this happens, and it will, Lori Lightfoot, didn't she just say we have a massive call to arms? We have to fight with everything we've got? Isn't it Kamala Harris that says we need to fight with everything we've got? This is a hill to die on. Folks, they are out there spreading fear and saying things that are far worse than Donald Trump ever said. And when it happens, and it will happen, are they going to be held accountable? Are they going to be held accountable for the things that they have incited? You know, get in their face, kick them when they're down. Don't give them an ounce of, uh, of, 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 of comfort. Get in their face and, and really scream at them and shame them in public. All of this stuff. But now, a far-left, purple-haired, street-freak, radical, pro-baby-killing abortion group called Jane's Revenge has issued a terroristic threat against pro-life pregnancies. And I know it's shocking, But Merrick Garden Gnome Garland, the head of the Justice Department, is absolutely silent. Now, we heard all we could from Merrick Garden Gnome Garland when moms and dads were legally and legitimately expressing their concerns at school boards about at at school board meetings at the way that the schools were indoctrinating children with CRT and how to be a transgender and gay sex stuff at like three uh, third grade kindergartners that made Merrick Garland just scream at the top of his lungs but yet when there's an actual terroristic threat from these purple-haired street freaks against pro-life pregnancy centers He's going to be completely silent. Let's get into the story. Jane's Revenge issued a terroristic threat against pro-life pregnancy centers. Future measures may not come in the form of something so easily cleaned up as fire and graffiti, said the terroristic group. Now, this, there's a picture here that I want to show you. Um, let's pull this up real quick. Just check out this picture. See this here? That's what they're talking about. Future measures may not come in the form of something so easily cleaned up as a fire and graffiti, the terroristic group said. The far-left terrorizing group organization said it's open season on pro-life centers and took credit for the previous attacks on pregnancy centers. The full statement from Jane's Revenge announcing that it's open season on pro-life pregnancy centers. Um is on the internet for everybody to see, and I'm literally looking at it right here. And Merrick Garland has said absolutely nothing, but it doesn't surprise me, because Biden, who is apparently the president of the United States on paper, hasn't said anything about uh, Justice Brett Kavanaugh's attempted murder last week. And again, I asked you, I, I challenged you, go out and talk to your friends, family, and coworkers. Ask them if they've heard about the attempted murder on the Supreme Court justice, and most of them will tell you no. 
Now, Jane's Revenge, this terroristic group, much like Antifa and BLM, they're the ones that firebombed the Pro-Life Agency Center in Buffalo, New York, last Tuesday morning. Fire officials say that the firebombing caused $150,000 worth of damage to the structure. And that was reported by Buffalo News. Quote, early this morning, police and firefighters responded to smoke at Compass Cares Buffalo office. The building was firebombed. The windows in the reception room and nurse's office were broken and fires were lit. Graffiti on the building left by the arsonist refers to the abortion terroristic group known as Jane's Revenge. Reading, Jane was here. Almost like the sticky bandits from Home Alone. The wet bandits, they're leaving their marker everywhere. But meanwhile... Meanwhile, in all of our amazing investigative abilities at the federal level, uh, Merrick Gardenome Garland and Christopher Ray are doing absolutely nothing about it. Jane's Revenge recently took responsibility for vandalizing a D.C. crisis pregnancy center, and that was the one I showed you in the picture. Meanwhile, like I said, Merrick Garland remains completely silent at centers that are being firebombed, at threatening letters, terroristic threatening letters that are sent to anybody who is pro-life. Because Garland is too busy jailing political opponents and obsessing over the January 6th show trials and investigating mama bears and papa bears for standing up for their children at school board meetings. That is your attorney general, ladies and gentlemen. Again, when we get the power, all of these people that have an oath to office, that are violating their oath to office, need to be removed in any way, shape, or form, and they need to be put in their rightful place, which is Gitmo. Amen? I'm so sick and tired of people breaking the law constantly, people stealing elections and then just go, no crime was committed and there's zero evidence. Debunked! Debunked is their favorite word. Uh, I'd like to, uh, well, we'll just leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on, folks. Let's stay in Loserville for a minute since we're talking about losers. And let's talk about the eunuch as Tucker Carlson calls him, over on CNN. Brian Stelter, his future at CNN is not looking very bright, folks, as uh, new, <laughs> new numbers are coming in for Brian Stelter's uh, show on CNN as he is now drawing the lowest ratings since 2019. CNN's media-centric show, Reliable Sources, hosted by the eunuch Brian Smelter, had its worst-rated episode since September of 2019. Stellar's show logged just 580,000 people last Sunday. Folks, just to give you an idea how little that is for a major network, when I was on Facebook before I was banned, I would get easily 500,000 views of each live video that I did. I had 35 to 40,000 live viewers. And then, of course, another subsequent 450,000 throughout the rest of the day would watch it. So I on measly left-wing socialist communist Facebook was getting about as much as Brian Stelter is on a major news network. That is pitiful. That is pathetic. And that's what happens when you're a eunuch who's got massive opinions that nobody cares about. But anyway, last Sunday, they were a measly 580,000 and a mere uh, 73,000 viewers in the all-important 25 to 54-year-old demographic. Fox News, even though they're a bunch of losers as well, um, reported that the show lost 13% of the total audience and marked Stellar's smallest audience since September 15th of 2019. Where do you think he's going? He's going in the same place that they just dumped CNN Plus, the toilet. Media Buzz, which airs at the same time on Fox News, averaged 1.4 million total viewers and 189,000 in the 25 to 54 demographic. Crushing Stelter's show 3 to 1, which has been under a microscope since Chris Licht took over at CNN and fired Zucker and fired uh, the other Cuomo brother. And uh, he took over in, in May and he said, look, everybody's left our platform because you guys have been too biased. He's basically giving the same speech that Elon Musk gave Twitter executives and employees yesterday. You're too biased. Nobody cares about you anymore. So now we'll see what Chris Licht will do over there. But I, I have a feeling... That come next year at this time, little old uh, eunuch Brian Stelter will probably have his own podcast. Or maybe he'll work for the Young Turks. Maybe the Young Turks will hire him. Long story short, folks, look what we've done in a matter of just two years. We have 
killed mainstream media. Mainstream media is done. It's not even just labeled fake news anymore. The people that have left them, it's, it's in the tens of millions, by the way. And they found alternative news sources like myself, independent podcasters, people like Joe Rogan and many others. They don't want to be lied to anymore. They would rather completely change their entire daily routine of who they watch and listen to just so they're not lied to anymore. We've built an entire parallel economy. We've built an entire parallel place to get your news where it's cancel culture free. Where I live right now, not geographically, but as far as my show, I'm cancel culture free. There's nothing that anybody can do to me anymore. And it's a great place to be in. And we would have never known that there was that side of things if we weren't canceled by Facebook, by Twitter, by YouTube, by all these other major uh, Silicon Valley social media platforms and we wouldn't be able to be this free we wouldn't be able to be this free with our with our reporting with with what i tell you the things that i say and how i say them it's pretty raw even for real america's voice news but that is what people want they're sick and tired of the hoity-toity suit and tie well today on uh the first and foremost section uh congress is at it again Ah, the percentage points of Congress and the poll value. Nobody cares about that stuff. They want passionate, red, white, and blue-blooded MAGA squad people to give them their truth. And that's exactly what they're getting with me and so many other people. And we've been able to do that in just two short years. Imagine what we'll do in two years from now with all these platforms, not having to build them, just having to grow them. Ooh! It's going to be a thing to see, folks, and you are all responsible for it. How dare you, you white supremacists, you white nationalists. Keep your foot on the gas. We'll be right back with more LFA right after this. I don't know about you guys, but I am much happier right now than, uh, than I've ever been as far as doing shows or podcasts or anything like that. Um, Jeremy, I believe that you are a stand-up and light mainstream media. No, we want nothing to do with them. Oh, sorry. I believe you are wearing pants. Sorry, had to say it against Humpty. They are sick. Not sure what you're talking about there. But anyway, I'm just trying to read your comments as I get to them. Hey, let me jump over to Jeremy. We need good news today. We had, we had great news this morning. We get to good news. Don't worry. We always get in a little bit of good news. I want to jump over to Getter real quick. See how things are going over there. We got quite a few people over on Getter watching as well. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Um, Jeremy, you are an awesome individual and a great person. Bad Moon. You know what, Bad Moon? You know what's funny? Is I thought you were a girl until yesterday. How dare I, how dare I assume your gender? Um, a press conference was on for J6 today with MTG. Did you see it? Nope, did not see it. Did not see it, but I'm sure I'll see it tonight. Uh, Terry needs $8,000 to get her basement waterproofed. It keeps flooding and doesn't have the money to do it. Wow. Eli, uh, write that down. $8,000 for Terry. We'll talk about it tomorrow on the morning show, okay? Very sorry to hear that. We'll see what we can do. I know that sounds... that's. Uh, that takes priority over some things, but we do have a lot of people in the Slurp Fund that have medical things that we need to help as well. So we'll try to we'll try to do what we can tomorrow, okay, guys? Promise. And by the way, if you ever want to get anybody anything, just donate through the website and tell us who it goes to, okay? I know that's stressful, Terry. We're so we're so incredibly sorry. I wish I could do this and have it fixed for you right away. Um, man. All right, let's get back to the show. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. I don't know if you've heard or not, but, but alert the press, everybody. Alert the press and, get, and, and, and stop. Everybody stop what you're doing because Tony Gain-of-Function Fauci got COVID. Fully vaccinated, probably boosted four times. Actually, he probably had nothing put in his body. But either way, he's supposed to be fully vaccinated and boosted, but yet he caught the flu again. Oh no, alert the press. Everybody's talking about Tony gain-of-function Fauci getting COVID like it's a bad thing. Look, folks, in my house, I think we got COVID like four times. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. While most of the world forgot about COVID two years ago and just really accepted that it was a flu and then moved on with their lives and never worried about it again, there are still some people out there who wear two masks inside the car because of fear. 
that the air environment inside their car with their windows down or up is so bad that they're going to catch something. There are still those people out there. There are still people screaming at the top of your lungs, get vaccinated. But why? Why? Because Tony Gain-of-Function Fauci is vaccinated and boosted, and he's tested positive for COVID-19 for the first time since COVID began? Well, why didn't he catch it when he was non-vaccinated or unvaccinated? That's weird. Anyway, today, Tony, the gain-of-function Fauci, director of the NIAIADI, whatever, Sounds like a LGBTQ thing. Uh, par- <laughs> he he uh, tested positive for COVID-19 on the rapid antigen test. The news came in a statement from the National Institute of Health. Dr. Fauci is fully vaccinated and been twice boosted. This is his first positive diagnosis since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. I wonder if he's using ivermectin. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, who cares that Tony the rat face Fauci... Well, well, well. How the turntables. <laughs> well, 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 Tony Fauci, how the turntables have. Uh, anyway, uh, the world says you should get vaccinated, but data, you know, that pesky data that we call facts, numbers, you can't lie. Data from around the world, now that we've got it, shows just how ineffective the COVID 19 vaccines actually are. And the fact that Tony gain a function Fauci triple vaccinated and boosted, whatever you want to call it, got COVID for the first time, that should give you everything you need to know that these vaccines didn't do a darn thing, but people sure made billions, didn't they? People sure got their rights infringed upon, didn't they, in order to force them to take this, huh? Weird. Anyway, folks, while the world's focus has shifted towards Ukraine, inflation, Pride Month, gun control, and killing babies, One little news gremlin is enjoying its time in the shadows, the inefficiency of COVID-19 vaccines. Let's look at how badly COVID-19 vaccines are doing around the world, shall we? Because all percentages are rounded and represent at least one COVID-19 vaccine dose unless stated otherwise. Here we go. Israel, 72% vaccinated. Doesn't have a high rate of, of full vaccination. Uh, 66%, but the country eagerly embraced all the proposed boosters, four of them to be, to be uh, exact. Despite all that, Israel experienced the highest COVID-19 death rate on record this year. Finland, Denmark, Iceland, Norway, 84, 83, 81, and 79% vaccinated. All Scandinavian countries, except Sweden, recently got obliterated by COVID-19. Finland, Denmark, Iceland, and Norway each documented their highest death rates recently. Not two years ago when we realized it was the flu. Recently. Some beating their records multiple times in just the last few weeks. What is worrisome is how long the waves are actually lasting. Last year, Denmark's wave lasted from middle of November to the middle of March. This year? It started from the beginning of November, and it doesn't seem to be letting up. As a matter of fact, it's getting worse. This year's footprints is quite trouble, uh, quite troublesome in all four countries. Now, you would think that they would get better than they were last year. You'd think that it would go from maybe mid-November to mid-February because everybody's vaccinated. But instead, it's doing the complete opposite. I wonder why that's happening. Look at Canada, 86% vaccinated. Canada did not beat its own uh, record death rate, but the latest wave started a month earlier and has thus far left a similar number of victims than last year. In other words, the vaccine did absolutely nothing. And I would argue that the vaccine actually did the other, not did nothing, but actually made it worse because you've weakened so many people's immune systems. And who knows what we'll be saying 20 years from now. Look at Japan, 82% vaccinated, and Japan recently experienced its worst death rate this year. Doubling its all-time record masks and isolation did not help either. Look at Australia, 87% vaccinated with COVID camps everywhere. Mate, I'll just drag you right out of your house, take you down to a COVID camp, throw you in there for four months, three months, whatever. Completely cut ties with your family. You'll never hear from them again. That's what's happening in, co- in Australia. 
COVID-19 is running through Australia like a brush fire. The country recently experienced a death record four times greater than any other point during the pandemic, and the fire is still raging. Maybe a 100% vaccination rate will help, or mandatory booster shots every time someone wants to step outside, or every time you hear someone sneeze. New Zealand, 84% vaccinated every time, every single time. The New Zealand numbers come out, we shake our heads because it's such a beautiful country and such a terrible government. Same with the United States of America. And they're getting pulverized right now by COVID-19. South Korea, 88% vaccinated, pulverized by COVID-19. Hong Kong, 89% vaccinated and everybody's locked down like dogs. Malta, 92% vaccinated, experiencing the highest death rate ever. Singapore, 92% vaccinated, recently destroyed All-time COVID-19 death record twice. Do I have to keep going, folks? Do you get the picture here? But that's not going to stop Canada. No, 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 no. That is not going to stop Canada because Canada has just moved the goalposts. And what do I mean by that? Well, Canada just said in order to be completely vaccinated, you now have to have three injections of the COVID-19 vaccine. Check this out. What we also know from Dr. Tan and every other expert on COVID-19 is that although two doses still, still protects significantly well against severe disease and death, two doses are not enough now to protect against infection and transmission. And that is why we are transitioning now to an up-to-date vaccination definition of what it means to be adequately protected against COVID-19. Fully protected with two doses doesn't work anymore. Dr. Tam said that last Friday. It's now up-to-date vaccination that needs to be used when you talk about what Canadians should do, what we should expect of Canadians, and what this government should be expected to do in the future. What we says, also know from that. We just realized that two, 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 uh, two doses uh, uh, don't work. Three doses don't work, dummy. Four do- doses don't work. Do I got to play it on him? Let's play it on him. Here we go. Here it is. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you on drugs? You must be on drugs. How are you? Uh, two doses doesn't work. Three doses don't work. Look at Israel. Four doses don't work. How long are we going to play this charade? How long are we going to continue to fear monger and make people wear three, four, five masks? My pillows on their face. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, you know what it's co- you know what's coming. Here it is. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day goes to every single one of those dummy countries who just don't seem to get it. Man, you'd think by now everybody would just drop it. Just drop it. People get the flu. It happens. Everybody that I know has had COVID like 100 times. It's okay. Chill out. It doesn't work. It never worked. Unbelievable. Now you, two, two doses don't work. <laughs> I know. 70 doses don't work. When are we going to get over this, folks? When are we just going to stop? Where's the common sense? Speaking of common sense, check out Common Sense with Anna Perez on Saturdays on Real America's Voice News. How'd you like that plug? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take another commercial break. I hate commercial breaks. Don't you hate them? Absolutely hate them. We're going to take another commercial break on Live from America, Real America's Voice News. We will be right back right after this. Stay tuned. Oh, COVID. I thought we were done talking about COVID. Um, Eli, do you want to track all of this rumble money coming in uh, for Terry Sue so that we can get her the proper amount, please? Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for helping Terry. It's, it's the great thing. Uh, the great thing about um, this family is how we come together. Look, I didn't even, I said, let's, let's work on this tomorrow. And you guys said, no, tomorrow's too late. Let's work on it tonight. We're giving money to Terry. That's the incredible thing about this show. I have never, ever in my life been a part of something so amazing as the Live from America family. I've got to tell you, I've got to tell you, pretty incredible. We'll make sure that Eli keeps track of that. Just remember, folks, um, Rumble does keep a small percentage of that too, but that's okay. That's all boats rising. You know what? If Rumble 
continues to stay here, then we continue to stay here because we've got nowhere else to go. We've built our own platforms and we are here. Wait for the monkeypox. Well, like I said, as long as you're not having gay sex, you should be okay. I don't understand how anyone knows if they even have COVID. The PCR test didn't work. That's why they pulled them from the... I know, I know. You could dump milk on it and they would say, oh, that's COVID. Unbelievably stupid. Just straight stupid. Stuck on stupid, actually. Stuck on straight stupid. All right, let's come back and let's kill it with this last segment. Here we go. All right, folks, you've weathered the storm. For those that are all new to Live from America, I want to thank you very much. If this was your first time, it's been an honor. Now, to close out the show, we, lo- we usually like to have a little smile on our face, right? And I've got three things to just quickly touch on that'll put a smile on your face. You've heard of the Jihad Squad, I assume, right? You've heard of the, G- the Jihad Squad, uh, Representative Jay Appel. We've got uh, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, the Jihad Squad. But what is our answer to the Jihad Squad? The MAGA Squad. People like Marjorie Taylor Greene. People like Matt Gates. People like Lauren Boebert. People like Madison Cawthorn. People like Ron Johnson. That's the MAGA Squad, ladies and gentlemen. And that is what they fear most. That is why you are seeing Donald Trump's name continuing to be ran through the mud. That is why you are seeing the Democrats and the left trying to do everything they can to keep Donald Trump and anybody who questions the 2020 uh, uh, the election theft, uh, they're going to consider you and label you the same thing. And guess what? The MAGA squad are the people that do not care, that say exactly what Ron DeSantis said yesterday. I'm not going to allow you to cancel me. Bring you your best because I expect nothing less. You want to be part of the MAGA squad? Then that's what you got to be. Unapologetic, bleeding red, white, and blue, not afraid to stand up, a spine bigger than King Kong's, and your hand extended like this to any Democrat who thinks that they're going to do you harm. You want to know why? Ephesians 6.10 through 6.18, it talks all about the armor of God. And when you're wearing that full armor of God, you cannot be stopped. As a matter of fact, every trap they set for you, they will fall into. Every snare they set for you, they will get stuck into. Ladies and gentlemen, long story short, they can't do anything to you if you're part of the MAGA squad. Are you MAGA squad? Say goodbye to the Jihad squad and say hello to the MAGA squad, ladies and gentlemen. But we've got more good news, as I told you on this morning show. Elon Musk said that he voted Republican for the very first time in his life yesterday. And the Republican actually won, flipping a blue seat to a red seat. And he also said that if Ron DeSantis were to run for president in 2024, that he would vote for Ron DeSantis as president. I think a lot of us would, although I think President Trump has got some unfinished business. Long story short, uh, I want to give you the response from Governor Ron DeSantis about Elon Musk saying he'd vote for him. Check this out. Elon Musk. So what I would say, um, you know, I'm focused on 2022, uh, but with Elon Musk, what I would say is, you know, I welcome support from African-Americans. What can I say? (laughs) (laughs) He says, I'm focused on 2022, you know, running for governor. But he also said, but, you know, I'm happy to support. I'm happy to get the support of all African-Americans. That is that's Governor Ron DeSantis right there knows how to put out a joke while at the same time getting a jab in on the left. Uh, And I thought that was great. That's why I love that man. One more thing to leave you with a smile, ladies and gentlemen. This is actually pretty funny. Have you guys seen the new voter, uh, the new voter Barbie voter Barbie? Have you seen it? Well, ladies and gentlemen, voter Barbie must be a Democrat. Because she's already wearing an I voted sticker. (laughs) And yet she's got another ballot in her hand. (laughs) She's got her I voted sticker, but she's got another ballot in her hand. Must be a Democrat. Voter Barbie is definitely a Democrat. Look, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Live from America tonight here on Real America's Voice News. I have an absolute blast with you guys every single day, every single night of the week, and I cannot wait until the next show, which is 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. So there are right ways and there are wrong ways. 
but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Go to JeremyHarrell.com, help out in any way you possibly can. Use our promo code LFA on my pillow and many other places. Request a Bible, sign up for the newsletter, and ladies and gentlemen, remember, keep your families close, a smile on your face, and keep spreading that gospel. God bless each and every one of you. Peace! in America.